Baby, lock them doors and turn this pot up high. That one made me uncomfortable. Same. And it's amazing that they all don't. (laughs) Seems like I should hate all of these. Sometimes I'm like, that was really good. Right. Every once in a while you laugh and you're like, that was a good one. You didn't say it this time. Yeah, I'm going to be pretty honest about these. I feel like the integrity, the audience needs to know that I'm a man of integrity. Don't be an enabler. Yeah. Unhealthy behavior. You I know? also want to just steer you in the right direction so that you can improve. Smart. No more Josh Turner. Country is canceled. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I just don't like certain genres. That's it. My name's Aaron Tuning. My name is Andrew Stanley. And this is No Worries If Not. That's <laughs> very good. Uh, we're following up last week's episode, which I hope you listened to. is about scary movies with another spooky episode Ooh. about sports. Yeah, the scariest thing of them all, if you bet enough money. Our good friend Harry Lyles Jr. from ESPN. You might see him all over your TV on uh, Thursday or Saturday. He does college football stuff. He's the man. He joined us to talk about his career, to talk about sports, talk about live TV. It's great. He has the job all of us and all of my friends wanted growing up. I was just like, I just want to guess sports journalism. Right. I saw John Madden drawing X's and O's on the TV and I was like, I want to do that. I want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what he does now. Pretty cool. Yes. Um, Aaron, this this isn't a free podcast. Oh, it is for people to listen to, but um, it's not free for us. That's, so that's true. That's why we have many, many beautiful sponsors. Yeah. And uh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you read that ad we have for this Great. week? Great. Quick word from our sponsor. A small Illinois town, a quaint farm, an evil old farmer who only cares about growing one thing, one round orange thing with a big old beak sticking out the top. Pumpkins, the melon of autumn. Farmer Cromwell's pumpkins may look ordinary, but they won't stay that way for long. (laughs) These pumpkins are not for sale, not in their original form anyway. Farmer Cromwell's pumpkins are slaughtered for their spices. He has made a fortune extracting pumpkin spice and selling it to Big Coffee. This fall on Disney Plus, Pumpkins Punch Back. Like, Like all young pumpkins... Pamela the pumpkin grew up. What are we talking about? Like all young pumpkins, Pamela the pumpkin drew up. Grew up. How long was I out? <laughs> Continue, please. Pamela the pumpkin grew up dreaming of becoming a jack o' lantern, a pie, or a remedy for a dog with stomach pain. Didn't even know that was a use for pumpkins. These are viewed as honorable deaths in the pumpkin community. But after watching Farmer Cromwell torture and mutilate her entire family in the fall of 2020, just so some 24-year-old white woman in overalls and floppy brown hats could have something seasonal to sip on while they brainstorm about what type of Etsy store to start, Pam said, enough! This fall, Pam will sharpen her beak and roll towards the sodbuster who has terrorized her entire species for two decades. Perhaps your next latte will be spiced with Farmer Cromwell. Get pumped for Death Spice, Pamela's Revenge. Yes, that's a new Disney Plus show. Check that out on Disney Plus. Yeah. 
sounds really violent. Right. And thanks to all the uh, Harry fans for listening this far. I don't know why you are still, but it's great. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, how's, uh, how are you? How's, how's your week? Uh, this is good. Had a good time. Got to go to California for one day. Always fun to. I've acted very lucky to have work. And was get that to enough? Fly places was that you just flew well, out there and you're like too liberal coming the, home? It just, yeah, exactly. I just took one look around and said, "Well, they should have recalled him," <laughs> and then I came home. Smart. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> I think it's Gavin Newsom. I don't even know which side he's on. I don't listen to anything. Yeah, but they should have recalled him. That's what I. Th- <laughs> Um, I came right home. I was there for like 15 hours, had a fun show, but just a lot of time in the airplane. And then had Anna and I had our negative one year anniversary. That's great. Which is fun to say because it sounds like we're divorced. Did I message her that? I don't think so. I almost said that. I typed it out and I was like, I feel bad saying this and did it. I used to make one of my friends, Jackson, had that because he was engaged for over a year. So I was just like, dude, it's your negative one year anniversary. And it's always been like my favorite thing. I'm like, I'm going to have one. So we (laughs) went to like a really nice dinner. And they asked us, said, are you celebrating anything? And I said, it's our negative one anniversary. And I just looked at him <laughs> as he like tried to figure out what I meant. Did you get divorced a year ago he was today? He like, you had, okay. <laughs> you, uh, and, um, but I made a big mistake because Anna, Anna knows about all the nice restaurants. I just know about like three. Yeah. And she's like, we're going to this really nice Italian place. And I was like, cool, what should I wear? Like, how much do I need to dress up? And she goes, um... She said, it's not that formal. So I wore like a nice, like kind of V-neck t-shirt, which is, it's nicer than it sounds. Mm. It's one of my nicest shirts. Sounds very Old Navy chic. Um, And uh, some nice pants. And I got in there and they like immediately looked at me and were just like, ah. And I was like, oh. And they were going to see the way, the guy that checked us in was going to take us to a table. And then like the manager said, which table are you taking them to? And he told him, he goes, actually, um, they need to sit outside. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, we actually have like a dress code because of the T-shirt. So we had to sit on the patio. They said that? Yeah. Oh, no. Um, and I, I'm so uncomfortable with that. I'm right. just like, I'm, I'm like apologizing. I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Like, I didn't enjoy myself the whole rest of the night. Yeah. I'm just, I did. Um, and the patio is actually lovely. And the, a lot of people sat up out there. But um, You're a redneck It's like slob. my nightmare. I just want everybody to be happy. I hate it when I make people feel uncomfortable. And I feel like I... Uh, I should have just worn a better shirt. Yeah, they're probably still thinking about it today. I know it's tearing both of those guys up. It's ruin, ruining their week. You did that. You did that to them. Yeah, I be, wouldn't be surprised if that restaurant was out of business by next week. Yeah, mentally they can't bounce back. People, yeah, I'm sure everyone's heard about like, it. You want me to make ravioli? Do you not remember that guy? How can you make ravioli at a time like this? They made me order from the kids' menu. It was humiliating. Unbelievable. Yeah. But how's your week? You know, fine. I didn't, uh, didn't embarrass myself at a nice restaurant, and that's what matters. That's great. Yeah. That is the main thing. That's how you decide if it's a good week or a bad week. Yeah, well, if you always eat it at just absolute garbage factories, like I do, yeah, you don't have to risk it. At Applebee's, they're just like, why are you wearing a collar in here, actually? For sure. You're going to have to sit on the patio if you're going to be wearing that collared yeah. shirt. A lot of places I go to, they're like, ew, why are you wearing shoes? You know, <laughs> that's the vibe. Why can't I see your toes right now? Ew. Let's get into it, shall we? Yeah. Um, Harry Lyles Jr., make sure to follow him. He's He's been one of my favorite Twitter follows for years. Sports or no sports, very Atlanta-based. If you're around the Atlanta area, definitely follow him. But if you just like sports, especially football, give him a follow. He's hilarious, he is informed, and he's just all around a good hang. So please enjoy this episode with Harry Lyles Jr. No worries if not. No worries if not. 
Harry Lyles Jr., thanks for being here. For sure. Good to see you. Do you remember the first time we met? Yeah, we were at, um, it's a, God, what was the bar? Dark Horse. Yes, Dark Horse. Yeah, see, I don't get out much, so I yeah, can't yeah. remember. I told Andrew, it was like, you walked in, I was going the other way, Yeah, and I was like, Harry? Like, yeah, we were Aaron? like, hey. <laughs> we follow each other on Twitter. Right. All right, see you later. Yeah. It's where Aaron meets most people, is Dark Horse. He lives yeah. like, uh, well, lives like two blocks from there. <laughs> yeah, now you got it geolocated to people if they want to find yeah, you. Yeah, all the people me, trying to it. find you. Yep. Um, first, I've wanted to ask you this. Do you hate Harry Styles? Like, has that really made it hard for you because it rhymes? Honestly, no. Uh, it, but, like, it's, I enjoy it because there's always, like, the occasional, wow, I thought Harry Styles had a very informed opinion about, like, the NBA. <laughs> or, like, there's been a couple of, like, dads who have been, like, I'm really upset with you because I told my daughter that Harry Styles had tweeted at me, and it's just you. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, so. they're like, wow, this, this little British sewer boy knows a lot about SEC football. Right. Yeah. I got an autograph for you. I think you're going to be happy. Like, Dad, you thought this is who I was a fan of? Right, yeah. exactly. And that, that's one that kind of sucks because it's not like he was like if my parents named me Steve Martin. Right. You know, it's like you knew, but like, no, they didn't know Harry Styles. No, no. That wasn't a thing until you were what, middle school or yeah, school, exactly. Whatever. Something like that, yeah. Crazy. Well, uh, we're glad to have you. We wouldn't trade you for Harry Styles if we could. Good. A lot of people would. I know. It's not really. I don't know. It would probably help. <laughs> you, guys, you guys probably would. It would probably help us out listenership yeah. quite a bit if we got him. Yeah. But, uh, We'd have a better, wouldn't have as good of a time. I don't think so. No. He seems cool, but not as cool. No. No. Um, what is your job? <laughs> What's your job uh, title right now? I know it's ESPN, you're a writer, yeah. now you're on TV. What do you say? My, my job title is still ESPN staff writer. Okay. We're doing a lot more TV nowadays uh, and video. Uh, so honestly, I just kind of go where the wind blows. I'm do as I'm told. Uh, you know, things of that nature. I, I try to do a little bit of everything. Um, so not as much writing right now during the season. Uh, a lot of time goes into the sideline reporting that I do on Thursday nights, ESPN, usually 7.30, 8 o'clock Eastern. Um, and then immediately Friday, traveled for college game day. And then myself and Christine Williamson host a countdown to game day from 8.30 to 9 p.m. Or not 9 p.m., 9 a.m. That'd be a long show, wouldn't it? <laughs> Very long uh, show. On Twitter, ins- well, not Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and the ESPN app. Cool. Uh, all right. So all that kind of stuff like that. It's weird when I say, like, and you could catch us on the ESPN app. I, I, like, I feel like a cop. Like, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that. It's like you're trying to trick somebody. Right. You know? yeah. Give us your email so you can be a member of this. Uh-huh. And That's, then you can watch us. Yeah. I was, you know, Better Days with Greenberg. It's, isn't his, his last name Greenberg? Mike Green. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a show on ESPN Plus, the app. You don't know it? Yes. Oh, you know what? I do know that. Okay, There's okay. so many now, though. Yeah, There's there like little... Eli's Places, Peyton's Places. Yeah, yeah. I need my own places. I was on key. one of the episodes in Better Days. and it Really? Yeah. Everyone's like, you're on ESPN? I was like, well, it's the app, and you got to like, it's behind a paywall, right. but I'm on it. What were you again? Weren't you like a bad guy? I was, no, I wasn't a bad guy. I was a big fat guy. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that's probably just something going so on in better, my brain. Yeah, Better Days... Uh, Mike interviews these people who have terrible betting stories. Mm. Better, B-E-T-T-O-R. Not like better, but like right. better. Um, and this guy was a Cincinnati bar owner and a big Bengals fan. It's like a Bengals bar. Um, and they were about to win some game. It was like three or four years ago. And he said, if, uh, if the Bengals lose, I will sleep on the roof until they win again. And, of course, they lost the game and went on like a 10-week losing streak. <laughs> yeah. So... That was what I played, which is super fun. It's like Drunk History where yeah. I learn his sound bites and recreate it. But then they showed me a picture of him 
dude is like 50 and like 450 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. That roof was doing a lot of work. Yeah. And I was like, was this like 20 years ago? Cause it might make sense. Like, no, it was like two years ago. And oh that's who gosh. I played, which usually yeah, you try to get someone who kind of looks, you'll uh, be perfect. Right. Yeah, I was like so glad I get I mean, you know, ESPN gig, that's great, but also my self confidence is <laughs> in the basement. But it was cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Um all right, live TV. Yeah. You don't get nervous, you said. No, I don't. Like not at all? Like do you have no. to prep? Are you are you memorizing stuff? You just know your talking points? What is I, that? I like? my policy is I have nothing to be afraid of if I'm prepared. That's that's really it. Like, I mean, like I have been like we have Miami and Virginia this Thursday. I've been preparing for that game since Sunday night. And so because I do that, you know, we talk to, you know, both coaches. If they let us talk to their coordinators, we talk to the coordinators. uh, And I go into everything with prepared material, things like that. Now, obviously, like, I don't have everything memorized, but, like, I have a few things in my head where it's like, all right, I need to hit on X, Y, and Z. And sometimes I I forget in the moment to hit one of those perhaps, but like you can't you can't think about that because then you start trying to like it's like a little filing cabinet right like in your head like SpongeBob and you're trying to like pull out one of these sheets and you can't find it you can't keep finding that you got to go to the next one yeah. you got to keep going because uh, otherwise if you keep trying to play that game of catch up then that's when you start feeling that pressure and stuff like that and then that's when you look like an idiot. And I'm not trying to look like an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just, like, just let it fly, and whatever comes out, comes out. Has that happened yet? Have you had a flub, like a bad one? Anything happen? You know what's crazy is, like, I've had a couple of times where I'm like, I know that sounded awful. And then I go back and listen to it, and it's like, you can't even tell my head was scrambled right there. Yeah. Nope. Like, my mind... That's how I've you know learned, you're a pro. Right, is going at a million miles an hour, and then when it comes out, it's, it's going the speed limit. And yeah. so that's, that's been, like, comforting to find out. That is absolutely how it is in stand-up, too. If I am, like, messing something up and I know I messed something up, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you have the choice of, like, all right, do I acknowledge that I messed up or just kind of keep plowing through? And you learn the audience never noticed never that you know. messed up. So don't just plow, like you said, yep. plow through it. Don't try to go back and yep. fix it. Just pretend like you meant to do whatever it was, and no one blinks. Right. It's, it's so funny <laughs> how you go back and listen to it, or in your case, go back and watch it, and it's just like, oh, yeah, I don't okay. even think I actually messed up. Couldn't even tell. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I did sideline reporting one time. Uh, it was the last time I <laughs> will ever be asked to do it. It was for Atlanta United. Uh, they did a few games on Univision, like just on right. you know, Facebook, Univision, or whatever. And they had the idea, let's get people you know, with online followings, that whole thing. Yeah. Like, I didn't earn it. They were like, <laughs> I guess we'll throw this guy in there. We'll tweet about it. It's fine. Um, so I, I do it. It's going great. I learned about the whole, you know, the whole ear thing. Yep. You got the monitor, and you're talking to the producer. Yep. As the experts call it, the whole ear thing. The whole ear right. thing. Yeah, that's what I call it. <laughs> yeah, in the in the ear, it's monitor, right? Monitor. What's You're talking about like the the screen in front of you, right? No, no, no I'm talking like the your that's your IFB. IFB. Yeah. Isn't that mean uh, you can't have kids and you have? I, I, I thought it that's was IVF. That's IVF. I, right. I was gonna say I thought that was a, a type of a bomb or what's that? I I have I don't know. No, uh, what are the, what are those bombs? They're like they're like landmines though. Oh, IED. Yeah. Improvised expo- improvised yeah. explosive. Yeah. Definitely device. not you. Yeah, that's no, no, different. No. So the what's the ear? I IFB. Which yeah. stands for? I I mean, you know, it's kind of like Lil Wayne, I don't know. Okay. The, cool. the F always stands for something different. Right, right. Right. All right. Yeah, so I was there with my uh, IUD and yep, you're listening to the broadcast and producers, you know, like, "Hey, we're coming to you in 30 seconds." 10 three, two, yeah. and they, you know, tee you up. So nailed it. First half was crushing it. It was a uh, second season, Atlanta United. 
I was kind of like a, a fan reporter. So they're like, what's right. the vibe down there? They're not looking for analysis. Yeah. So but, you're not interviewing people. You're just giving an update on how things are going. Yeah. Cause the, the whole, they made a big deal out of like the fan section. Cause you know, Atlanta United for MLS is right. crazy. It's great. Great atmosphere. Uh, early in the second half, this isn't really my fault. Okay. <laughs> but there is no warning. There is no producer saying, Hey, come to you in 30 seconds. I'm just watching the game. I'm kind of lost in the game. And then I hear, all right, we're going down to Aaron. Like, how's it going down there? And I just, there's video of it. I just like look back at the camera. I wasn't even looking at the camera. The camera guy didn't even say, you're about to go on. So I'm just looking at the field and I just turn around and they say, Aaron, how's it going down there? And I pause and I go, pretty good. You? And that was it. I mean, that's great. I had nothing else. And they're like, pretty good and then they went back to their own thing and they never came back <laughs> to me oh my goodness it felt awful pretty it felt good. so bad i should try that on thursday you should see how it goes yeah because they're, they're teeing you up and like what what you got for us like oh not a lot yeah you just, just leave it you just responded like a girl that's mad at you this is <laughs> short answers yeah. to questions or if i'm passing someone and don't want to talk like yeah how you been good pretty good you yeah no eye that's contact it. yeah, yeah. So that was my one experience. Sure, should, so did he do anything wrong? Should should someone have been like, hey? Or should he have just been alert the whole time? That is, that is interesting that you got nothing beforehand. That's not your fault. Right. Yeah. Like, I had stuff to talk about where I was like, all right, next time I'll talk about this. But it just yeah. happened so fast that it just wiped the hard drive. Yeah, no, because the way that it works is you have somebody in your ear, hey, we're coming down to you, stand by. Yeah. And yep. then they'll tell you, go. Right. Even so, if you do hear the person throwing it down to you, they'll still tell you go. For sure. Wasn't my fault, but also if I was a pro, if it happened to you, you could probably cover for that. You know what I mean? I think I could. Yeah, you definitely could. No. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I respect what you do a lot and I'm terrified of it. Thank you. Yeah. I, it's a lot more fun than I thought it would be actually. Yeah. Uh, Cause I got to do actually my first one. I had never done it before and I never considered doing it. It's not something I ever wanted to do. Yeah. And they just asked me this summer, like, Hey, you want to try it? And I was like, Yeah. So, you know, went into it, but they're like, we'll get you a warm-up game. So, did uh, North Cobb against Milton. It was on ESPN2. Go Eagles. And so, high school football. Yeah, high school yeah. football. So I'm a Milton Eagle. I uh, Okay, there you go. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, how, do, how did we do? Uh, they got curb stomped. Um, <laughs> sounds, but, I mean, sounds about their, right. their best player, who was, like, the number one player in both, like, the current senior and junior class. He's a junior. He was out. This kid's, like, one of the greatest high school prospects of the last 10 years, something like that. Um, so got to do that. And then like, you're just like, kind of like going and feeling out the sideline, which like is different in high school than it is college. Cause college, like you can't like roam through, like, you know, they have like dotted lines that you'll see next time you watch a game. Like, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You can't go in there. That's like the team area. So like, you can't walk through and just be like, Oh, sorry. Number 92, just getting by. <laughs> but like, I was doing that for the high school game. And so like, I was just after probably like the first half. And then we had like a three hour lightning delay. I was like, I'm just going to like let it fly like and you just do whatever until I'm told no. So I was talking to players, talking to like whoever was on the sideline and like you just go up to players and be like, how's the game? Well, so like one dude like the so the quarterback from North Cobb, Malachi Singleton, like he came off, scored a touchdown and I was just like, yo, man, how you feeling? Right, because I'm like they're not gonna stop me. It's like, like, it's like the XFL, like, XFL vibe. Yeah, it was yeah. it was like pretty cool, but you can't do that with like college. Like I'm not doing that at Miami on Thursday. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going up to Derek King and being like, "Yo, man, what's good?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, you know, during the middle your... of the first quarter, you know, right, right. Be like, hey man, how about those nil deals? Right, like that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, uh, it'd be but great, great TV. It would be great TV. Up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I might get in a lot of trouble, but it'd be great TV. But... Want to see my IUD? <laughs> right. <laughs> 
yeah so i mean like it's it's like really cool though to just kind of like you you're kind of like the eyes and ears down on the field which is something that i feel like i could actually do well because like in my writing you kind of have the responsibility if you're worth a damn of putting somebody in a place that they've never been or helping them get to know somebody that they've never met right uh and so i've tried to take that like same approach with it Mm. Also, I imagine doing it with the high schoolers. They're so excited to be asked a question by somebody that's like in the industry, probably. Oh yeah, they don't, they don't, they'll let it fly. Yeah, yeah. They I see a camera and they're already like, oh, they're like yeah. forming a line to talk to you, probably. Right, and then like you know, you walk by like the student sections and they're all just like going nuts and stuff like that. And I'm just like, all right, like that's that's like the only part where it's like kind of annoying. Yeah. You have to like walk by them and pretend you can't hear them, and mm-hmm. you hear every last thing that they say. Right. Well, and the craziest fan groups of all time is game day. Yeah. Like, is that insane? Filming right in front of them? That's honestly, when the show's going on, you don't notice it. Whoa. Yeah. Or at least I don't. I, I can't speak for Christine, but I don't notice it huh. at all. Now, like, there will be times where, like, I will turn around and interact with them and stuff like that. But usually, I don't notice it until, like, after and before. That's wild. Because, like, the the students at a high school football game they don't know what camera's there they're like oh right. cool we'll you know wave to a camera but the freaks fans at game day they've been there since 7 a.m yeah, or yeah. earlier probably yeah they painted yeah. up and then slept on the grass for two days for that moment yeah but you, you know see the other thing with that too is though you gotta think about it like a lot of them are there especially the people that are in like the front row right like they've brought their signs like they showed up they made sure they got a spot where they could be seen like they're there for attention so, like, even as, like, ruckus as they're going to be, they're going to comply with, like, whatever I want because, ultimately, they still want to be on my good side, Christine's good side, whoever else, because yeah. they want that attention. Like, you showed up, you know, on, on Saturday, you know, we're in Athens. It's going to be, you know, people show up. People will probably show up at, like, 6.30 or 7 o'clock. Yep. So, you're showing up, you know, a quarter of a day before the game mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, like, you really want attention. Which is, like, good. Like, we love that. Like, we love when people are going bonkers and stuff like that. Like, Penn State was great. Uh, we were in Ames. You know, Iowa State. Like, that was amazing. Like, we love those kinds of people because they also make the show great. Like, mm-hmm. the show, like, game day is not game day without those people. Like, we love those people. And that's why, like, too, like, I always try to, at least in our show, is, like, interact with them as safely as you can, given the times, obviously, right? But, like, you know pointing out specific signs or you know this that and the other like if they give us like food like when we were in Ames like I gave out an entire rack of ribs and like <laughs> three chicken legs or something like that like during the show because we had you know somebody from one yeah. of the barbecue joints like bring that to us so it's like all right I'm just gonna give this away because I'm not gonna eat it in this moment right it's great so I just went up to the crowd I was like all right guys have at it yeah, yeah. Guys, I know so, it's 9 30 a.m you guys want yeah. some ribs they're like oh uh, yeah and they tore been, it up too yeah we've been here since midnight please yeah please. <laughs> actually we forgot snacks uh yeah that makes sense like and also those people that are there care so much they're not hammered no probably that no. early they're just ex- truly excited and also they know if you want you can have them removed, I would imagine, if yeah. you needed to. Yeah, if we need that, yeah, for sure. Has that ever happened? Uh, not that I've seen. Okay, but you know, wow. it's, I'm I'm still only like four weeks into this, so yeah. George, it'll probably happen. I don't know. I'd be interesting to see. Yeah, but yeah. you know, like they're pretty, like the security that we've got is like pretty, pretty buttoned up. Like it's pretty good. Yeah, so they're right off camera, being like, "I wish they would say something." We've got enough people identifiable and not that it's like, all right, whatever. Same, there, same goes with, like, the sideline. Like, usually, like, I've got somebody with me at all times. Yeah. Are there any, like, 
air marshal type vibes, like undercover, blending in with the fans, all painted up. <laughs> no, they're just they're just in uniform, right? As yeah. a football player, yeah. They but they're really your bodyguard. but also guns in the pom-poms. We'll put somebody like with the spike squad on Saturday. You yeah, know, like Georgia. Yeah, we'll do that, right? Yeah, the guy in the white face paint, that Georgia guy, who's he going? Where the dogs? Yeah, Spurrier. <laughs> yeah, that guy was an undercover air marshal. That's great. All right, we'll see Georgia spelled out, and there's like two yeah. A's, and you're like, that's a cop. Right. Yeah, that's a cop. Exactly. <laughs> Second day. Um, okay, so you know all the game day crew, right? Yeah. Can't, you got to rank them. Uh, like, not oh, just as far as like who you want to hang out no, with. No, no, no. It's not. It's just like how attractive you think those guys are. How attractive? Like, no, no. Uh-huh. Okay, so like if you're uh, going to, do you play golf? Uh, not anymore, no. Did something happen? That sounded like you guys. My trauma. brother took my clubs and just never gave them back. Oh, okay. Yeah. A, a theft. Yeah. Jerk. All right, well, if you're going to, uh, what, do guys, what do dudes do? <laughs> The what? If you're going to lunch, what do dudes do? <laughs> you're going to lunch with all your guys. I'm just, I'm just a basic bro. I play golf. I don't know. Um, yeah, if you're going to lunch, you know, and need like a lunch bro date, you going with Reese? You going with Kirk? Going with Lee Corsa? Going with Desmond Howard? David Pollock? Are you looking at a list on your computer yes. right now? <laughs> his eyes are going down. To his computer. I mean, I couldn't remember Reese's name. So like, <laughs> probably probably Des and then Reese. But I'll give Pollock this. Like Pollock. Pollock gained a lot of points with me because he, we were at, let's see, we were at the Des Moines airport. Yeah, because we were leaving Ames, the Iowa State game day. And uh, we were watching Oregon, Ohio State, and we were on the same flight back here. And uh, he was getting a coffee. He's like, you need one? I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, I got you. And so he brought me a coffee. That's 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 love right there. That's so great. Like, yeah, so Pollock's high. Pollock's probably got number one on my list right now. Okay. Just because of that. All right. But that'll that's, change. I'm satisfied with that answer. Yeah. He's also the hottest. So that works out. I guess he is. <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, I have been tackled by David Pollock when I was in eighth grade. He was a senior at Shiloh High School where I went. It, uh, it hurt. Yeah. I, I didn't enjoy it. it. Yeah, he was bigger back then. He was big, and I was also five years younger. And it was like yeah. a pickup game. Yeah. It was bad. But that's my Pollock story. He didn't bring me a coffee. Yeah. He kind of broke my spine. <laughs> have you always been a football guy has that always been your number one because following you on twitter you're yeah. atlanta sports through and through right. big hawks guy yeah like yeah. uh you know like it was oh i played a lot of baseball growing up hmm. and i stopped playing because i got tired of losing i get that yeah like our like i was always you good. sucked or your team no, was bad. our team was bad i yeah. was always batting either like lead off or second because they knew i was going to get on base but then it's like yo like nobody behind me can hit yeah <laughs> So, so when did you quit? High school? No, school? dude, I quit in like middle school. Ah, yeah. Like we lost, we lost like a championship game. We had, we only had to win one game out of two, and it was going to be over. And the coach started his son instead of our best pitcher in the no. first game, and then we were all just psyched out in the second game, and it was just a wrap. And we lost to a team that was like zero and thirteen in the regular season. Yeah, that's not good. The coach's son. Yeah, that ha- that happened to me a little bit. I was like, I was good until late middle school. People started going through puberty. I wasn't, and I was like, all of a sudden, a grown man with a beard just throwing eighty miles per hour. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but then we started going to tournaments, and we had our, like our travel ball, and then the coach would like bring one or two like superstars in for the tournaments. Yeah, and then they weren't even on your team. No, and they <laughs> would play over us, and my dad and him like kind of got into it, and then it was a whole traumatic deal. But. So it wasn't even the coach's sons. It was like the coach's son's other friends. Pretty that, like, much. We're getting special treatment. He brought in these studs. We played Jason Hayward one time. Oh, nice. Yeah, we, he was very good. <laughs> I played against Delino DeShields one time, and our coach 
told his son not to come to the game because he didn't want him to have to play against. We were playing against the Georgia Seminoles, and Delano DeShields was the coach. Yeah. And, uh, like, our best players didn't show up to the game because the coach was just like, y'all don't need to come to be a part of this. Jeez. I love that. I love, like, Freddie Freeman last night just posted a video of his son, Charlie, like, yeah. playing t-ball, and he's right behind home plate. I'm like, imagine being one of those other kids. I'd be terrified. Also, I, know, right? I saw that, and Charlie was wearing, like, gold chains Ugh. for his t-ball game, and I was like, oh, he's, he's probably going to turn out great. <laughs> yeah. Gonna be a real normal guy, yep. real normal kid. Oh man. Okay, so your team sucked. You stopped playing baseball. Yeah, Switch but over. always like loved basketball and football a lot. Um, you know, like obviously loved Michael Jordan growing up, LeBron, uh, which is weird now. Like, because now I'm like, I mean, like I'm an adult and LeBron's an adult. It's weird. I used to look up to this dude. Yeah. Um, because I don't now. Um, <laughs> but and not in a bad way. But uh, but yeah, I always just loved football and basketball. Uh, was never like the type to work hard enough to where like I was going to be great at either. Like not at least until it was like too late. Right. Like I had like some rinky dink, like NAIA basketball offer, like my sophomore year of like college or it might've been my freshman year. Yeah. And then like, uh, who was the coach of Georgia State at the time? Trent Miles. Like uh, I saw him at LA fitness in Buckhead, like my junior year. And he's like, Georgia State, because I had on the shirt, and he's, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, he's like, what year are you? I was like, junior. He's like, you want to try out? And I was like, yeah. He's like, we, we're graduating all of our safeties. He's like, you've got great size. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I actually was going to do it. And then there was, I can't remember his name, but there's a safety at Tulane. And it was probably like, I want to say like a week or two before I was like supposed to like try out. And he like broke his neck. In, in like a bowl game oh and i don't even think that he's like walked since then and i saw that and i was like i'm good because yeah. georgia state was like bad at the time still. right right like you know so i was like i'm good i'm just gonna do like literally anything else and every once in a while georgia state has to play like florida or something they played alabama or uh, they just auburn played auburn i know I, yeah. yeah i also went to auburn and uh yeah i thought you guys were gonna beat us should have. Should have. Yeah. For sure. Was it, was it close? Wild. I don't even know. Was it? Yeah, Auburn had to like throw a touchdown with like yeah. the clock expiring in the fourth quarter. To yeah. TJ Finley turned into like Michael Vick plus Cam Newton on that one throw. Yeah. Was like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if Bo Nix is going to start next week. It's crazy. Think, they benched him after the third quarter. Yeah. Yikes. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, but then the week before that, you were in Penn State for game day, so you watched yeah. Auburn-Penn State. Mm-hmm. That was another pretty crazy game. Yeah, that atmosphere is insane. Yeah, State College the whiteout awesome. looked awesome. Holy crap, man. I love that town. Because I lived in New York for a couple of years, and we would go over there like yeah. once a year. It was so fun. It's amazing. I love it. It's so like, pretty. It really is. rolling yeah. green hills all around it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Just the, like, I think I spent the first, like, 30 minutes of me like getting down onto the field just like looking around and just like absorbing everything it mm-hmm. was just incredible yep so when you're getting somewhere like you said thursdays you're going to the thursday night game and then saturday you or on friday you travel to where game day is going to be and yep. then you're spending saturday obviously where that game is yep what does that saturday look like for you kind of from start to end and how much of are you you feel like you're working the whole time or do you feel like you're getting some time to enjoy all of that? Um I feel like so I travel out usually Wednesdays for the Thursday games and then just everything it kind of depends on where the game day game is. 
Like, I did not stay for Iowa, Iowa State, because it was at 3.30. It was, like, going to be 93 degrees. I was like, I'm going home. Yeah. So I did that. Uh, like, obviously, this Saturday, I'll stick around, because it's here, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, like, Saturday, I'll wake up with enough time so I can get to wherever game day's at, probably an hour and a half before the show, just because I like to just be there. You know, I just kind of like to review my notes and then I'll just sit there and then just like hang out and like talk to people and then be like, oh, crap, we're on in 10 minutes and then get hooked up and then just go out there and let it rip. Do you guys rock makeup on game day? I don't. You don't? Do do some guys, some people do? Yeah, I think everybody does. Everybody else does? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not weird, Andrew. It's sweaty out there. No, I know it's not weird, but I'm just thinking outside in like the heat just seems miserable. If I was like doing the like actual game day show, I'd probably wear makeup too, just so it's like, yeah, because you could get like makeup where it's like it just like rolls off you, like your sweat, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. But like it's early, yeah, so I'm not like sweating really or anything like that. So I'm just kind of like, oh well, you know, if I'm looking good today, great, and if not, well, they'll see it, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So I know you said you didn't, this isn't what you wanted to do always. You weren't like, I want to be on game day. Or, no. Yeah. What, uh, but you, you were riding, you're, you've been in sports forever. Yep. What, who were like the idols? Was it like a Scott Van Pelt, Stuart Scott? Or did you look up to these guys? Or um, I would say like a lot of the people that I looked, to grow, like, looked up to growing up were people that looked like the men that I grew up around. So like, you know, I'm obviously biracial. My dad's black. So I looked up to Stuart Scott, um, Rod Gilmore, who I work with now, always looked up to Rod. And it's weird now because I'm just like, cool with this dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure you told him uh, that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, always looked up to like Bomani Jones. Because like the thing, like a lot of the, the things or like the people that I looked up to, like obviously had to do with like representation, but like there's not a lot of people that I've like looked at and I'm like, I want to be like this person. I don't like, I don't like, I never read other people's like writing or anything like that. And, and I've never been like, oh, I like to like, like this style or that style. Like I've always just kind of been like, I just want to be like me and that'll hopefully take me to where I need to be. Obviously, like you have to have a certain cadence and like be able to carry yourself and like a show or like, you know, things like that. But as far as like stylistically, like there's nobody that I've ever wanted to be like, all right, well, I want to like take this thing or that thing or like whatever everything is like just 100 percent me so like when the camera's on i guess that's part of like why i don't you know going back to earlier like that's why i don't get nervous yeah i have nothing to put on like what you see on twitter what you see you know wherever else like if i'm doing like an instagram story if, if i'm doing uh the sideline reporting if i'm doing you know our show on countdown to game day it is 100 like this dude like right here that's it like and i think that like the day that I can't do that, like, I'm done. I'm done. If someone comes to me and they're like, oh, you got to, like, talk this way or, like, do this or that and the other, like, I'm good. I'm, I've had enough. Like, I'm out. And there's no, like, nothing. I, I think it, like, probably for you guys, I don't know, like, because just with what you guys do as well, like, I don't know if you have people. Obviously, we all have people that we look up to. But I feel like, and I'm about to go on a rant here, and I feel very strongly about Dude, this. I love it. Bars. There, there are a lot of people, and I'll just use like my industry as an example. There are a lot of people who go like online or like on shows or like on podcasts, and they think like, okay, what have I seen on the internet today? Like, how do people like talk here, right? 
and they'll deliver the same crap. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, you know, some stupid tweet about like, oh, the ice cream machine's broken, or like, you know, or like, or that's it. That's the tweet. Like, yo, like, shut up. Like, who? Like, like, what planet do you live on where it's like you are just like you're in line with everybody else? Yeah. Like, you're not being you. Like, the one thing that I always tell like young like students because you know they'll ask like, how do I get your job? I'm like, there's a million ways to get my job. The one thing, kill you. The one thing you, you kill me. <laughs> like the one thing you need to do though is like be yourself. Like there's yeah. already one of me. There's already one of you. There's already one of you, right? Like yeah. you need to like be yourself. Yeah, create a space for yourself. And honestly, yeah. I love logging on Twitter every day and looking up and down my timeline, and everybody's saying the same crap. And I'm like, <laughs> another day at the vault. This is easy. <laughs> this is easy because everybody's like trying to like be something that they're not. And I'm just like, yo, like like just be you. That's why I, I I never get nervous. Like I the same way the same way that we were talking before we turn these microphones on, right? Same yeah. deal. Yeah, you're same not deal. Same person on. you saw on Dark Horse. Same person you'll see on the timeline tomorrow. Like I'm the same dude all the time. Yeah. Actually, before we started recording, Harry had a British accent, <laughs> yeah. which is insane. Right. And my last name was slightly different. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> suffix either. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. That of course that makes you less nervous because you don't have to turn something on. You no. don't have to get into character. Yeah. And that's why they could be like, hey, we're going live in six minutes. And you're like, okay, great. I'm already warm because I've been yeah. me the whole morning. Yeah. Dude, that is that is a superpower because not a lot of people do that. Yeah. I struggle with it. I'm sure you do too. <clears throat> a lot of comics, they you know they start out doing kind of someone else's act. Like not stealing jokes, but like you are. Right. You just sound like Mulaney for a while. And yeah. It takes you a while to figure out your own voice, right? Yeah. But to, just to be like unapologetically you the entire time slider rip man Woo. yeah they say in comedy it takes 10 years to find your voice but in broadcasting and sports journalism i think harry got it in how long have you been doing it <laughs> i've been alive for 29 years 29 years yeah. I just, yeah. i'm telling you man like though like i i've always just been like i mean obviously there's a you have to have a certain delivery right i can't just go up there and not you know, I could deliver the same message, but it's got to be, you know, obviously on the sideline, that's different than the way that I'm going to talk or act on countdown to game day. Cause right. it's a little bit more informal, but it's all about like knowing the place and like, you know, what you want to say and how you want to say it. Um, and for me, it's just like, I don't have this worry of like, I don't dude, I don't care what other people think about me. That's the superpower. Right I really there. don't. There's probably like, I don't even know if I can count them on two hands. Like the, the amount of people that like, whose opinions I well and truly care about. Yeah. Let's let's rank the game day. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just going to care what they say. making you rank these Yeah, guys. if someone called you stupid, which one would hurt the most? <laughs> oh. Um, here's a scenario. If Lee Corso retires, uh-huh. and they're like, Harry, we want you to be the guy that does the mascot heads. Not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. Your body or nothing. No head. Not a, not a not a dude. Not a chance, man. That's, <laughs> no that's no one's gonna be right able there. to do that. Right? No, no, that's no one's gonna be able to do that. No, absolutely not. Yeah, they're making you pick though, right? And you're you've been very bad at it. Is that what I saw? Yeah. So okay. So here's <laughs> the thing, like, man. Unlucky. Sorry, so like man. we're doing like upset picks, and who did I have week one? I had because it was like a it was a pretty popular like upset pick, but I thought it was gonna be oh it was Louisiana over Texas. That didn't go very well. Uh, I still think Texas isn't, I'm not going to say they're bad, but they're also not very good. Yeah. Uh, even though I do think that Steve Sarkeesian has corrected and playing uh, Casey Thompson is better than the other guy, but whatever. Um, and then I got unlucky with, uh, I had picked App State over Miami. I thought, I felt really good about that one. You know, Miami tried to hand it to them 
App State didn't take it, whatever. Um, App State is good for an upset, a big upset every couple of years. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And then like my pick last week was just trash. I can't remember what it was. It was uh, Texas Tech over Texas, and that just wasn't happening. Like they could have played that game for like three more years, and Texas was still going to win it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still that. I get it, going out on a limb, because if it works, yeah. you seem like well, a genius. See, so my my thing, though, with that game was it was like a nine-point spread, and I'm like, at this point, like I've got to like start gaining ground. Because my pick before then, like last week, it was like a three- or four-point spread. And so I was just like, all right, I just want to get on the board. And I missed that one by like three points as well. So I was like, crap. So this week, I was like, all right, or this past week, I should say, I was like, all right, let's see if we can kind of really gain some ground here. And we didn't. Yeah. So, are, you, are you allowed to bet on sports? I don't know, but Good I don't. Question. Because you're not involved with like the teams and how they perform, you know what I mean? Like it's different if yeah. you were a coach. Yeah, I don't know. I probably could, but like I don't. I just I feel like I feel like it's still too difficult ish enough, right? Where you have to like do because I have friends that do it. Yeah, and they'll use like Bet Online or uh, Bovada or whatever, and you have to like you know like get your crypto so you can deposit, it. or at least they say that's like the safe way to do it. You have to learn like three additional skills in order to be able to right. gamble online. And I'm just like you know, man, like. I'll just watch it, mm-hmm. you know, even though I do understand like how that can make it more interesting. Well, we'll just all of a sudden we start seeing you down there being way more into the game. Right. Yeah. Even when they're not close, you're like really caring about that last touchdown. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yo, why did he fall? We actually had a dude, uh, Marshall App State, uh, the App State guy, like they tried to let him score and he fell down at like the two yard line <laughs> and you could hear some people in the stadium like, no, <laughs> my daughter's not going to college now. Right. Oh, that's brutal. Um, do you, do you bet on sports ever? No, in college I had friends that did, and yeah. sometimes I would give them like twenty dollars and be like, "Put this on this for me." But I never like did it every week. Yeah, I get I got too much anxiety. I can't even play fantasy. Like I just don't yeah. want to care about stuff I don't care about, and I'll get too invested in it. I can't do it. Yeah, I guess I do gamble through fantasy because we'll be like fifty dollars over a whole season. Yeah, so it's like less than yeah, a dollar a day. That's not going to ruin your family one day. Like no, a, I haven't like a made normal gambling. I haven't made any sports bets that would affect my life. Yeah, that's probably yeah. good. But um, yeah. So is that what you tell kids or younger people when they ask you? It's just be yourself. Is there any yeah. other like? I tell people to be themselves, depending on themselves. Yeah, yeah. Depending yeah, on they themselves. suck. Well, I mean, you know, you could you can meet somebody and be like, all right, well, you just don't have it. Yeah, for sure. Like, period. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I would, in fairness, if I would have met myself at like 20 or 21, 22, I'd be like, oh, well, he's going to flake out. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, but like I tell them that. And then also my other big thing is like, don't make enemies if you don't have to. I feel like a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people are like really like performative on Twitter, right? Like they, I think a lot of times for better or worse, and it's usually for worse, People like see a bad tweet, right? And it's like the timeline gets in a layup line. Like, who can say the snarkiest thing and like, you know, whatever, or, you know, and you see people like rephrasing this. It's like, oh my gosh, like nobody's original on here. Like, it's terrible, right? But that makes it easier for people like me because I'm just like, you know, I'll just say what's on my mind. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but I'm like, if you don't have to like dunk on somebody, like if you're not gaining anything from that, like, and usually people that try to do that aren't in a position where it's like, you know, are those like four retweets and like 22 likes? Can you like take those to the bank and like cash them out? Yeah. yeah like, is that worth it? And now you've like, you know, made an enemy. So now whenever that person is in another room and your name comes up, they've got bad things to say about you for something that you probably didn't need to do. Right. So like, that's my other thing is just like, yo, like you don't make enemies and treat everybody that you meet. Like they're the person that they can give you your dream job. 
those are like the two things that I do, especially with like our industry because it's smaller than a lot of people think. And just like, why? Yeah, absolutely. Because even people that I despise in my industry, and there's some people that like I think are like human trash in my industry. Right. And who are they? Was there? I'm kidding. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, you could try to like search my timeline and, and things that I've said on my, like, I, I got nothing. Because mm-hmm. I, I won't, because what do I gain from that? Yeah. What do I gain from that? Nothing. Like, I don't care how many likes and retweets I get for like the most ferocious dunk on somebody in my industry. I gain absolutely nothing from that. Yeah, that's true. That's how I think I have a career is that there's always someone funnier. There's always someone that does better work, but I can always be like the best hang. Yeah. I can control that. So like whenever they need someone else, I'll be top of their minds. They're like, that was a good time. Or yeah. like he wasn't a piece of trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just don't give people a reason to speak bad on you in rooms that you're not in. For because sure. the person that you might need to be on your side could be in that room and they could hear that and then it's a rat for you. Yeah. Um, does anybody like from high school growing up see you on TV and just be like, dude, what the heck? How did you like I'd imagine that once you get the platform you have now, people come out of the woodwork. Yeah. Ex girlfriends? Uh no, see, there's no ex girlfriends because I I was like a, a weenie in high school, so <laughs> So yeah, there's none of that. I got nothing yeah. to worry about there. there you go. That was my strategy too. I um, just I just didn't have a lot of girlfriends so that later they wouldn't be coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put any into the woodwork. That's yeah. the trick. Nice. Don't oh, let them in God. the woodwork. They never come out. Oh man. But yeah, no, I got I mean, I do have a lot of people from like high school that will be too familiar or you know, now I'm everybody's friend. Yeah. Stuff like that. Did, Which, I, like, did I do that to you? Because <laughs> the only thing we said to each other when we met was like, oh, good to see you. It's like, dude, no, let's just, get like lunch sometime or something. And we no, never just, did it. But then you got on Countdown to Game Day and I'm in your DMs being like, dude, you going to be on a podcast? Nah, man, it's cool. But like, <laughs> okay. to me, like, it doesn't really bother me because I'm like, I get it. Like, I understand everybody's interest in what I do. I don't, I've never been the type to get like starstruck by anything. Yeah. like people or anything like that like um you know so it's it's kind of just like whatever to me i understand like why everybody else is like super like into it and stuff like that but sometimes like every now and then like you get somebody and i'm like you got some gd nerve being here like you really you know what i'm saying like yeah. i'm like you i'm like i know you know like about like the way either that like you said something to me or like treated me or something like that and it's just like I just like let it go. But it I will say, like, there's been only like probably like a couple of like really bad instances like coming up. Cause dude, I used to be like the skinniest dude like in the room. Every room I walked in, like, I don't care what size t shirt I was wearing, it looked like I was wearing a bed sheet. Like mm-hmm. skinny dude, like awkward, whatever. And so like I had a couple of like bad bullying instances like growing up. And it is so like just funny's not the word. But it's like kind of like interesting. Yeah. How it's like, man, like you're one of my biggest fans oh, now. You want tickets? Like just stuff like that. It's like funny. But it's like, yo, man, some people got just no shame. Right. No kind mm-hmm. of shame. But like, you know, I just leave that that message request section on Instagram full. I don't open them. Like, you know, it's it's whatever. If I see somebody, like I'm cool, you know, things like that. But I just I don't I kind of had to, I did have to kind of tell myself there like early on where it's like, okay, like even though you don't think it's a big deal, like it's a big deal to like almost everybody else because you're doing something that most people will never touch. Yeah. So like that's kind of the thing that I've had to to tell myself and get acclimated to where it's like, 
even if I'm like at the gym or like somewhere and like someone, I'm like, why, yo, like, why are you staring at me? Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's like, oh, they might, they probably recognize me. And, and typically that's what it is. Right. So I've had to tell myself like, yo, like just cause someone's looking at you doesn't mean, you know, you don't need to be like, yo, like what's up? Right. Right. You don't need to like look at somebody funky cause they're <laughs> yeah, looking at you. Is, they're probably dude. trying to figure out where they know you from. That too. Yeah. 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 That so, is funny though. That's been the only like, thing that I've had to like kind of tweak. Yeah. Cause you want to be like, Hey dude, you got a problem? It's like, no, I just like you and count down to game day. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> really so sorry. I appreciate your work. Yeah. Cause I, um, there's only one time where like someone like kept looking at me and then finally, and you know, obviously podcasting, like you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm about to stare at Aaron and be like, what is what? It? Yeah. Like yeah, what, what are you looking at? Yep. You know what I mean? But so now like I've just, I've gotten so accustomed to that to a degree where it's like, all right, whatever. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> it happens every once in a while. If, if someone does that to me, I, they go to their phone cause they'll be like, yeah. And then they, I see them look at the phone to look up at me cause it's like whatever. <laughs> then vine, then blank. They Googled some combination right. of words, but it's, I see that. And I'm like, all right. And I know what's going on. Yeah. 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 Do you get noticed Andrew? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, they'll notice me and they'll be like, God, and they'll like they'll see him looking at me and they'll come up to me and just be like, Hey, is your granddad that guy? <laughs> I just be like, Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So he changed my great grandfather's life. It's like, yeah, that happens. I'm yeah. I'm sure. It's a lot of that. Uh what do you do you I love Shay Serrano. Love him so much. Um I feel like you're on that trajectory a little bit as far as like I feel like you're you're a great writer, you're great at T V now. You could do like what's what's what do you want to do? No, oh, I appreciate that. Like you're gonna do books. You want to do have your own show? Like I don't know if you want to put that out um, in the universe yet, but uh, you know it's tough. Um, I would like to do something like this. Um, yeah, and just like talk because I do think that one skill that I have that's very good is getting getting things out of people that I don't know very well. Mm. Like in terms of like the interview process, because I think. One thing a lot of people do in my field specifically is they've got like a list of questions. And so if I'm interviewing you and you see me like kind of just going and checking off the boxes as opposed to like having a conversation like we're having now, yep. then like people can feel that and they're uncomfortable. And the subject can also feel when it's like, okay, he got what he wanted and then they're done with you. And then that, that kind of makes them kind of take a step back or like not tell you as much things of that nature. Um, so I would like to do something like that. I like, honestly, man, like I don't, I don't have anything like set in my mind. I've got some things coming up that are things that I've dreamed of doing, um, that I can't say yet. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's cool, but like, I've not done necessarily anything or I'm not at a point where I'm like, okay, I know I want to do this. I know I want to do that. Cause I've kind of just gone where the wind takes me, which sounds kind of lame, but like, it's true. Right. Like, I think it's crazy that I ended up where I'm at like right now. Yeah, you've excelled at every opportunity you had and then it just keeps leading to yeah. bigger and better things. Cause like yeah. I was not hired to do anything that I'm doing now, right. you know, basically uh Wednesday through Saturday or Sunday. I just wasn't. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's just kind of like, you know, giving my best effort at whatever's in front of me trying to, yeah, sure. Get certain opportunities doing this, that, and the other. Um, but it is comforting and really weird feeling like I've basically accomplished anything I've wanted to accomplish. Basically. Pretty cool. 
Yeah, it's kind well, of the coolest thing in the world. Not every twenty-nine-year-old gets to say that. <laughs> yeah. It's got to feel great. It feels really good. Like yeah. it's, it's busy and like like how often I have to travel and stuff like that, and how kind of a pain it could be. Like I'm like, dang man, I got lucky. And you know, the other thing is too, like the timing of this was just it. Like it still like gives me like goosebumps. Like I think I got an email from ESPN February twenty like second or third of 2020 and they were like hey like you know we've got an opening you want to interview for it and i was like yeah like so i my birthday's february 28th and i was getting ready to like take a week off of work and just whatever because i was like whatever well, just you know and so i was like yeah you know i've got pay time off so like whatever do it and so i flew into bristol on a sunday interviewed monday flew back to atlanta and then drove up to indiana to hang out with family and friends uh for my birthday and I think I got the offer on March 4th of 2020. And I think I signed my digital contract on the 6th. And then they make you sign a written one. They want a hard copy. Hmm. And I mailed that in on March 11th when they shut the NBA down. Whoa. Yeah. So it was a done deal. And then all the leagues just yep. quit. Man. Yep. That's and if that And if that didn't happen, I'd be broken at my parents house and jobless because basically everybody at Espanation got laid off so so you yeah wow okay. so yeah even on like the most busy or worst days I'm just like whatever man cool yeah yeah massive where were you before you spin again was it yeah Espanation Espanation that's right yeah that's incredible I love that um I do want to ask you your who are your teams all all Atlanta all Atlanta yeah and Georgia State yeah okay Georgia State University of Evansville. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, what is that from? Is that where you like grew uh, up? That is originally. Uh, my dad is from there, and then all my dad's side of the family lives up there. Okay, and then actually, my I think great three times over grandfather uh, founded one of the first black settlements in the state of Indiana, cool. Lyle Station, Indiana, uh, and that's still standing today. It's actually in the uh, whatever was it the the. Was it museum? Uh, the one that's in DC. Park. Oh, the important DC. one. Smithsonian. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the cool. the African American one, you know, because they wouldn't let us in the regular one, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, like no, nah, like I, I have a lot of uh, pride in that, and in a weird just. Uh, you know, that's where my family's from. Yeah, so I, I see those tweets every once in a while. I never do the story. Like you yeah. have in your background when you're on yeah the TV from home, you're right? Evansville up there. Yeah. Um. So your teams. Sorry, I'm making you list stuff, but it's just interesting to me. Top three like championships you would choose. Is it Falcons one? Is it Braves? Is it you know what I mean? Mm. Georgia State National Championship. Uh, yeah, that'd be. Well, <laughs> let's you know. Yeah, that'd be obviously that'd be great. I mean, Georgia State, you know, like 2076 SEC champs, you know. Um, <laughs> but okay, if we're going like, let's go like Falcons, Braves, Falcons. I think I would say wait, Falcons, Braves, Falcons, Hawks. Well, out of those three teams, I would go. Did I say Falcons? You twice? said Falcons twice. <laughs> it's okay. It's all birds, you know. It's, it's I mean, it's, it's you been really a long hate day. the Hawks, huh? You want to give Falcons two? No, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? No, honestly, if I could give the Falcons two and the Hawks one, uh, and, and the, Braves, and I, the, I would do that. Yeah. And the dream. Yeah, I think I would go. True. I think I'd go Falcons, Hawks, Braves. I respect because yeah, the Braves have one already. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, and Falcons almost. All right. Yeah. Uh, how was that day for you? So that's actually funny. 
Uh, For anyone not knowing, we're talking about. I have te- I have text receipts of me telling people, like when it was twenty eight three. I'm like, it's not over. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. they're like, yo, shut up, a hole. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Let us party. Let us. And I'm like, I'm like, you realize Tom Brady's on the other side of the football, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So, uh, so I mean, that's a whole nother thing because I could go on about like people not being realistic about the Falcons even in that moment like and they did they were literally the best team in football like they were seven and five that year and then they went on they went on the winning streak so like from that point on until about what the third quarter of that Mm -hmm. Super Bowl they were the best team in football they just were yeah and then it stopped um they literally just needed like five more minutes but um what was I saying uh why ask just what that day was like for you oh yeah yeah yeah. so uh, I was still with SB Nation and for the Super Bowl, like that's always like in sports media, and I think really just like for anybody that with an internet connection that's trying to run a business, like that's one of the biggest like traffic days of the year, right? Every year, yeah. So we always would fly because you know SB Nation, like everybody was like remote, like all over across right. the country, but they'd fly everybody into the office, so like we're on the same page, like we're we're getting these page views, right? In offices, New York, uh, they have one in New York and in DC. We were always in DC. Got it. And so I was in the office and like, I was one of like the volume shooters. Like I got ish done. Like when it needed to get done, like I got it done. Yeah. And so I, you know, I was having a good time. Like, right. Like games going good. <laughs> like, I think like the only time I had like a real fan moment was when Robert Alford took that touchdown back. Oh yeah. That, that's the best 11 seconds of my life. I've, I've said that ever since he did that. Like that truly is like, I've never felt more joy. That's where there, yeah. there's the picture of Tom Brady laying on the ground. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, I love it. He's honestly like even more so than Vic, my favorite Atlanta Falcon of all time because of that moment. Whoa. Alford. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, just because of that moment. I, whatever the rest of it, I don't care. Um, but so like because you know at that point like we're still like volume shooting blogs so like if a if a big play happens like we're putting it on the website so like the patriots are like coming back and it's like oh crap so i had to like basically like write out the comeback as it was happening so like the edelman catch happened and yeah. i was like i got it when i and saw so that I was, like, when i saw that out. happen i was like, it's over yeah it's a wrap yeah that's it yeah it was a wrap Oh, yeah, man. when it's your job to watch it, it's like you ha- you can't shut your eyes. You're yep. just like, I have to watch this, and I can't just, as soon as it's over, turn off the TV and try to stop thinking about it. You're like, I got to write about this. <laughs> yeah. I got to think about this for, all week. Yeah, yeah, for weeks. This is my job to remember this thing that I want to forget so bad. Yeah, I was living in New York, and I had Patriots fans as roommates. Love it. So obviously, I was talking trash for the first half, but still, ten percent of me was like, "I don't, I don't know, yeah. I don't know about this." And then it ended, and it was very cold in New York. I went and sat on the street for about two and a half hours. Didn't have my phone. Yeah, I just sat there, sat on the street. Yeah, I wasn't even shivering. It's I was still just pretty amazing dead. to think about that they lost that game. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I can talk about it now. It did take a while. I was like, I've re- always been able to talk about because it it's just like, I mean, like you know. You, so here's the other thing, I guess, about working in sports media. There's always another game, man. Yeah, like the Falcons might not make the Super Bowl every year. Right, right. That's the thing. I might not be alive for the next one. That's the thing. Something but also exciting will like, happen. Um, some, you know, it's, it's, it, it is what it is, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> again, like, I, I think that's part of why, and like, some of, I think they've gotten used to it, but like, a lot of like, Falcons used to get mad at me for being like, super realistic about like, what they are. And it's like, no, like, you just need to grow up. 
right like they they're they are what they are yeah. like same with the hawks like you have no reason to be optimistic like dude like the, Haw- the hawks like the most exciting part of the hawks for me growing up was seeing how many games they were going to lose so like we'd see how high of a draft pick they were going to get that's true <laughs> like literally yeah like that's what the hawks were to me growing up and that's why i like i think part of like like i loved the braves because like oh my gosh like they actually win every like, that's year cool. yeah right and then it's like Okay, but yeah, they're also gonna like have their bats go dead in the third inning in game one of the NLDS, mm-hmm. and they're gonna get swept. So <laughs> it happens. You know. Can you tell we're jaded, everybody? But hey, Atlanta United has a championship, so we should all feel fine. That's what matters, I guess. Yeah, no. Yeah, you don't care, do you? I really don't. Yeah, and you know, I like it's so hard to care about that. To yeah, me too. I mean, like I like Atlanta United, obviously, and like I cheer for them. But like, there's I'm gonna be frank, man. There's something about like that just entire like. It's not the team. It's the people that like root for the team. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like they act like it's you guys are the best team in the world. It's like did you see like probably like a month ago, maybe two months ago now, because I have no sense of time really anymore. Uh where like they're selling like four hundred thousand dollar townhomes in Bankhead. Those are like Atlanta United fans. Uh, I get that. <laughs> yep, I get that. Fans can ruin can fans of the team that you like can ruin your experience. I can remember yeah. being being at Auburn, we had like one really good season while I was there. The other three were all losing seasons and was it the national championship? We I was there when we lost to Jameis. So yeah. I was there the season of Ooh. the kick six yeah. and we beat Georgia with the crazy yeah. tip pass. So some really fun games. And then we yeah. lost to Jameis Winston. I flew all the way to California. Um but every time something like that would happen, a heartbreaking loss, I would just think about all the people at Auburn that I didn't like. And I'd just be like, well, at least, <laughs> at least they're having a horrible day. Like, at least my enemies are right. suffering. Is that crazy um, behavior? No, I think that's healthy. I think, yeah. I think People it, process in different ways. Yeah, yeah, I processed it by going, at least people I don't like are also feeling pain. Yeah. And it helps a lot. It yeah. does. Super, super normal. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Normal guy. Um, we have kept you here. For almost an hour. Thank you. You're the man. Where can people follow you online? Uh, Twitter, Instagram. I'm like kind of doing TikTok now. Oh, I didn't but know like, that. But I'm not like out there like, you know, dancing. dancing or nothing like that. Like I'm trying to like share the college football experience. Cool. So like if I remember to do that among the million other things that I'm doing, like yeah. those will be on TikTok. But like, like a tour of state college? Or right. like yeah, what, stuff like that. So cool. like I can't promise that, but you know, we'll see. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah. Why not? And it's just Harry Lyles Jr.? Yep, everything. Cool. Game day this Thursday in Athens. Yes, Saturday. Saturday, exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry, Thursday, the, the podcast Thursday, comes out Thursday. Yeah. So if you're hearing this on Thursday, day of release, you can watch Harry in Miami and then on Saturday in Athens. Yep. Crazy. Well, you're immensely talented and it's been fun to watch you continue to blow up. Like you're always you've always it. been one of my favorite. I really tweeters. hope I really hope one day I get big enough to where like I could just forget y'all. Yeah, I, I, that'd dude, be great. Like selfishly, I want that for myself. Yeah, same. Yeah. That's that riffraff vine back in the day. Remember yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. My only goal is to blow up and act like I don't know nobody. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's the goal. Um, final question: What is your email sign off? Like, what do you put right before your name in an email? Right before my name? Yeah, depends on the email. Okay, if you, you're emailing, so that is the only correct answer, really. One person. I'm not. See, okay, so hold on. We're extending this for a second. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm not like with like all the email like. Um, formalities and stuff like that like i don't ask nobody if my email or i don't say like i hope this found you well yeah yeah, yeah. Like, well, so no worries if not is the name of the podcast right i don't do all that yeah it's kind of based on us being non-assertive and uh-uh no i just yeah, I, like the way, the way that i'm gonna say it is the way that i'm gonna write it <laughs> yeah yeah and if like that makes you uncomfortable then like that's your problem and not mine gosh you are so you don't dude. so you don't even put your name at the end because you never do that in conversation well also, no well that's also one of the formalities name... that you have to do because an email is like mail right it's like a letter 
but so you look at it like a also that'd be kind of a power move like you leave here tonight you're like hey thanks for having me harry and just leave yeah why not <laughs> pretty cool. start saying your name yes. yeah. yeah could be good it's like a, just a verbal signature it's like a seacrest out but cooler yeah you know what i mean all right so you just you just don't really put anything you just it, it, like I said, it depends on the person. It depends on yeah, you know yeah. things. All right, like that. What if you're writing us a thank you note for having us having you on the podcast, <sighs> which we fully expect? I, hey, uh, bro, I had a good time. That's about it. All right. Well, hey, bro, we had a good time. Yeah. Thank you for having for having me. I appreciate you. Thanks guys. for having me. <laughs>